When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh, hi. Welcome to the That's Good Broncos podcast. We took last week off. Uh, so sorry. We didn't. I don't know if we gave you a heads up, but we're back. All right, huh, Will? We're back. We're back. It, it feels good. We yeah. didn't really miss anything, though, no. I don't think. No, we did not miss anything. And today we've got a little bit of Broncos news to talk about. And then I thought we will rewatch our Russell Wilson trade video from last year and react to it in real time because... The title of that video was how the the Broncos robbed the Seahawks of yeah. Russell Wilson or, or some shit like that. And um, It's a really easy title to change. You just switch the names. Yeah. But I figured uh, since we both, you know, we co-wrote that video, I think we said a lot of definitive things that have not panned out. Yeah. That video got a lot of new views in November. I think like... Uh, everybody just went there to say this aged like insert whatever shitty thing to yeah. ages milk. Uh, uh, you know, it it almost doubled in views by people uh, laughing at watching how wrong I was. Uh, and since we've we're one year uh, into the anniversary of the Russell Wilson trade, uh, we'll 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 do that after we get through some of this Broncos news. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the grand finale of the episode yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but how are you will i'm doing all right uh we talked about it before uh the show but who would have thought that our two favorite nba teams are neck and neck in the western conference one yeah. and two the kings a mere eight games behind your denver nuggets just eight games just eight games nugs denver, are baby. on one yeah uh, yeah i don't it, i don't i don't think uh I don't think we'll be catching up anytime soon, but it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, I hope the Kings uh, stay in second place. That okay. way, the Nuggets and the Kings don't have to play through the playoffs until until it, it counts. Yeah, until the final uh, series. There, um, you know what's hard though about being a Nuggets fan and loving uh, Nikola Jokic is having mm-hmm. to admit how racist I am by yeah. liking him. Yeah, have you have you thought about that? Have you? Uh, I'm glad you're able to ad- admit yeah. your your prejudice. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find like a football equivalent for that because uh, I, I he's kind of like Peyton when Peyton was winning his first few MVPs. 
Oh, yeah, possibly. You're like, oh, this guy's such a, you know, this guy's a regular season stat patter. Jokic dropping triple doubles uh, just about every night. You know, Peyton throws for 48 touchdowns, but he's he's not, you know, the furthest he's gotten is uh conference title game, yeah. really, or series in the case of the Nuggets. <clears throat> but um, I don't recall being called racist or, or anything for <laughs> thinking Peyton Manning should win the MVP. Yeah, well, we you didn't have uh, ESPN trying to. Uh, I'm sure now. Yeah, I think now if that happened, uh, he'd get called racist for. You get called racist for voting for him over like, I don't know, Priest Holmes. Yeah. You sh- that and that should be anti-religion though. If you're voting against priests, a priest. Yeah. Right. Well. Uh, priests weren't very popular. Priests weren't super popular at that point in the mid two thousands. Multiple scandals. No, <laughs> priests were going through a rough. Yeah, so I, I get. I think I get about. why the voters chose to ignore yeah. him. Quite honestly, uh, Priest Holmes is probably my favorite Kansas City Chief. Um, like, yeah, he was after very not underrated. having to play against him. I always like really respected the way he ran the ball. I was like, this dude is just so good and kind of underrated. And the Broncos, you know, they'd had their Super Bowls and they'd beaten the Chiefs in the playoffs. So yeah. my hate for the Chiefs was kind of on the uh, downslope at the time. I was like, right. you know what? I'm going to be a, a grown adult and say, I kind of like Priest Holmes, uh, even though he plays for the enemy. He was like probably the first Chief. I said, I don't mind that guy. Don't mind him. Uh, yeah, no, he was. Um, I think people forget that he was on that two thousands, two thousand Ravens team. Oh, was he behind Jamal Lewis? Yeah. Strange Did he go to Kansas? For, so he went to KC after that, or was that before? Yeah, he went to yeah. Kansas City okay. after, and then he. So, two thousand four, I believe, maybe it was two thousand three. He broke the touchdown record. Uh, didn't win MVP, strangely. Uh, Sean Alexander, 2005, breaks the touchdown record. 2006, as we've uh, recounted in a video, Danny and Tomlinson broke the touchdown record. Yeah. So I think three times in four years or three times in three years, really crazy. But yeah. uh, never going to be broken again, I don't think. No. Well, unless we go to like 18 games. It's, it's on the table. Yeah, no, that's true. I was Jamal Williams next year. Ooh, as a Bronco, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please be a Bronco. Um, if you think about, like, so you got LT, Terrell Davis, Priest mm-hmm. Holmes. Who's the best Raiders running back? Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. Oh yeah, but you could throw even Bo Jackson, Bo Jackson. in there for that short yeah. streak. Napoleon Kaufman, maybe. Does the AFC Juan West? Gordon. Could you? <laughs> Argue the best set of running backs ever. Uh, NFC North would be hard because you can. Have, oh, that's a good question. You yeah. can have Barry Sanders and Walter Payton, and and, and Paul Hornig, <laughs> <laughs> Jim Taylor yeah. running the running the sweep left for yeah. Vince Lombardi. AFC uh, West has unequivocally the greatest tight ends who have ever played the game, though. You got Kelsey. Yeah, you got Tony Gonzalez. You got Shannon Sharp, of course. And you got uh, Antonio Gates in there. Like, yeah, that's and don't forget about uh, um, Dave Casper, Todd Christensen, Darren Waller. Ooh. Um, 
I Raiders know, always someone. always slacking. Always yeah. slacking. Oh, those would are good. Marcus, good players. Would Marcus Allen play as a Raider or a Chief, though? That's the real question. At this point, I don't know. I feel like the the Raiders. He was just on the bench for the Raiders for a really long time. That's why his career was so long. Yeah, he played like fifteen years. That's insane for a running Crazy back stuff. when you think about it. Yeah, his Al Davis didn't like him for some reason. So maybe he would choose to to be a chief. Yeah, maybe. All right, what's the Broncos news we got to talk about before we react to this video? Yeah, we got so much news today. Um, let's get okay. So let's get this signing out of the way. Uh, we have signed wide receiver, tight end, hybrid. Little Jordan Humphrey. Lil. Uh, not Big Jordan, but Little Jordan, who played, I think, 2019 to 2021 with the Saints. Yeah. Uh, for Sean Payton, and then he played a year for the Patriots. Uh, gives gives him just like a nice little flex option, a chess piece, I think, yeah. in the offense. And he's a good special teamer, which uh, I we think need. is – Always at a premium for us. Yeah, there's two things I like about that. Well, three. One, he was in our best named players episode, whatever yeah. freaking year that was. Yeah. Uh, two, like you just said, if you can come in and contribute to special teams, that's great. And also, um, when a coach brings in a guy at a like a, a position group like that that you know used to play for him, yeah. I think he becomes valuable in helping the other players in that position group sort of learn, you know, their new offense, mm -hmm. what coach likes and <laughs> all that shit. So I think that's just like an asset to the, the receiving room to have a guy who kind of knows the shtick there with, with Sean Payton. Yeah. It's like, it's like when we signed Peyton Manning and we Stoke. also brought in like Stokely and Jacob Tammy. Yeah. Who are actually good. They're actually very good for us too. Yeah. But uh, I like that signing. Uh, it's a little bit of depth. Yeah. Sorry. And it could end up – he could, you know, rise on the depth chart if, as NBC Sports' Matthew Barry is reporting after last week's NFL scouting combine, Denver is quietly shopping. Why did they have to say quietly? They say that with, like, all of these trade rumors. They're quietly shopping, Cortland Sutton. Hello, Chicago. Uh, that is ahead of the March 15th start of free agency. Uh, that's in six days. Yeah. So if they really want to trade them, which doesn't sound like they really want to trade them, they'd have to do it pretty quickly. No. Not a whole lot of time left. Um, I don't know. This would. This is a, uh, a situation where he's not a guy that gets paid a lot of money. Him and Tim Patrick both took – really team-friendly deals. Yeah, 100%. So it's not like uh, this guy's an albatross. He's a good player. Um, I don't know that he'll ever return to where he was in 2019, but that's also, you know, you also have to kind of wipe the slate clean with how bad the offense was last year. Uh, and the year before that, he was coming back from injury. So I wouldn't be surprised to have to see him have a, you know, solid – 900 close to a thousand yards six touchdowns yeah uh in 2023 but if you get an offer that's good enough you kind of have to I if feel you like. can get a second round pick for him i think you take it yeah 
Yeah, like, I, I, I that's think what that's you fair. need at this point is a second rounder. Yeah. I don't know if she's going to get that, um, but I know, you know, the Bears are a team that they have a ton of cap and they are going to have extra draft yeah. capital. And we talked to EJ Snyder yesterday on GPS, uh-huh. uh, and he he want he wants Sutton in Chicago. Um, I th- yeah, I think he makes he actually makes a lot of sense with Fields, who's not, you know, like the most pinpoint accurate quarterback. Um, so you get a, a bigger guy in there who's going to have a bigger catch radius. You can just throw those jump balls to him in the red zone. I think that would yeah. actually help uh, Chicago's offense quite a bit. Yeah, I would take Sutton over uh, Chase Claypool. So that would be an upgrade for the Bears. Well, yeah, they, do they spend second-round picks on a wide receiver in back-to-back years? Yeah, that's probably – In the span of like a few months even. That might sting. That might sting a bit. Um, yeah, Claypool's uh, – we'll see. We'll see. How it, it's, yeah. a, it's kind of like a good situation in that you can trade him, and if Tim Patrick comes back and he's healthy, uh, he's like – his replacement's right there. Um, yeah. And if you can't, you still have a pretty good receiver, like you were saying, on the roster, and that's never a bad thing. No. Uh, I just don't know about, you know, the – well, Russell Wilson really liked to target Cortland Sutton. At least he seemed like his favorite target until they yeah. kind of switched Judy, uh, switched his role a bit. Um, so, like, I want – because I want to say it just didn't seem like the the fit between Russ and Sutton was the best, but uh, I don't I don't really know if that's true. I think it's more of an issue that just the whole offense was kind of fucked. Yeah, I'd like to see his his targets last year, and I think he got a lot of targets. He just the the catch rate wasn't. Uh, he he dropped more passes than very good. We well, we've been accustomed to with Sutton because like what wowed us in that season with Drew Locke is he was just he was catching everything. He had 109 targets in in 15 games, uh, which is second most. Of his career, wow. caught fifty nine percent of them, which is second right. most of his career. Yeah, I think he was a little bit better than we remember last year. He just yeah. didn't. He, he didn't score. He scored twice, Definitely. once in the last game of the year. Yeah. To me, I think his biggest issue is getting the kind of separation. I feel like Russ needs to see his receivers get. Yeah, I, it's like I an uneducated that, observation, but I don't know. That's part of it, and you you also have to just give him a chance too. Like if he's not the guy getting a ton of separation, a I think Sean Payton will find a way to scheme our guys open a little bit more, even if they're not you know Jerry Judy who are breaking ankles on routes. Um, and B like just throw him the ball, throw yeah. him the ball even when he's covered. Could he be like that Michael Thomas guy in Peyton's offense? Because Thomas is big for the way they yeah. use him, right? I don't know if he's as quick as Michael Thomas, or at least mm-hmm. as Michael Thomas used to be. Yeah, um, he's Thomas. I think is kind of in between Judy and and Sutton or Patrick, um, which is what makes him used to make him so good. Maybe he'll get back to close to that, but um, no, I, I think he's. He's more like a um, Marcus Colston, I feel like. I don't know. I Colston hasn't played in obviously in a long time, so hard to that's say whether name. that's a good comparison that's or not. All right, but a so good we'll player. See if, 
Yeah, we'll see if he gets moved. Uh, Denver could free up a decent amount of cap space by cutting who, Will? Who are the cap casualties? Graham Glasgow. Dead. Ronald Darby. Injury pending. Chase Edmonds. Depends on who they they can draft or get in free agency. But I I like him coming back. I like him. I think they got to rework that contract because I think if they cut him, that's just like a free $5 million. Um, And Mike Purcell. If they don't bring Draymond Jones back, you got to keep Purcell. Yeah, I really I'm not comfortable with all the with the game of roulette we're playing on the defensive line. Yeah. That's very tricky, very tricky. Um yeah, I don't I don't know. I think with the way that Damari Mathis played last year, feel pretty good about getting rid yeah. of uh, you probably want to sign another corner anyway. Um but I don't think Ronald Darby's like a must-have uh, back there. I want Jamel Dean. <laughs> Give me the big. They got to spend some big money to get Jamel Dean, but okay, uh, they're not going to. But I think he's going to be the best corner. He's going to make a lot of money. Uh, and if Draymond Jones, if they don't work it out, he's going to make a shit ton of money too. Because they didn't tag him. Uh, he wants to hit free agency. I think he's gone. I don't think he's going to come back. Because uh, I think he's going to get a lot of money to go play somewhere else. Chicago's another name linked to Draymond Jones because they have the money that they can spend on him. Yeah. So if he if he is going, you got to keep Purcell because your defensive line starts to get very thin after that. Yeah, I don't I don't like uh, I don't like the way it looks when no. you lose those two guys. No, I wonder if they could convince uh, Russ Wilson to restructure yet. Ah, man. Yeah, I, I, I probably not, but he should. Yeah, I, I think. Um, you know, if you sign a huge contract in that you, first season, you suck. You really underachieve. I think you need to have the hubris to just say, "All right, yeah, I need more help. I'm getting older. I need more help." That's a hard right. thing for guys to admit as they get older; they need more help. No, you're, you're totally right. Uh, we see we we've seen it happen with with Elway and with Manning at the in the last year or two years of their career. Yeah, and I don't think they, I don't think they win a Super Bowl without taking pay cuts. That's how thin the margins are. Yeah, um, I probably helped the Broncos sign like you know Neil Smith. Fuck yeah, guy like that. One of my favorite signings ever. Probably helped the Broncos sign. Uh, they really signed a lot of guys before 2015, but maybe Darian Stewart. Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be nice. I mean, at, uh, right now it feels like we're, uh, we are living with the reality of paying a franchise quarterback without reaping the rewards of having yeah. a franchise quarterback that you pay a lot of money. That leads perfectly into <laughs> this video we're going to react to. Let's do it. Number one thing uh, moving forward that – um i demand is that we we remove let's ride we remove mr unlimited and from from now on russell wilson is lil blood he's lil blood moving forward and if you don't refer to him as lil blood i will not uh acknowledge you this is from maybe 
the most honest football player to ever play, Marshawn Lynch. I ain't going to – that little motherfucker good, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Explain now, good, though, because that, cause that right I'm now saying, you know he's under a lot of good heat. Good or man, great? I, I, ain't, great. I, ain't, I don't care. I'm just from when I was lined up on the side of this little – you feel what I'm saying? I watched Little Blood, you feel me, though, come through and make plays. You feel me, though, make throws. And I watched him make sacrifices. So as much as, yeah, I'm hot because we didn't win the second Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, I, I really watched his, his sacrifice. I would like to go with Little Motherfucker, but I don't think yeah. that's his. Um, it, I don't think it's going to catch on like Little Blood. So doesn't roll off the tongue quite as much. Brandon Marshall also played with Russell Wilson, too. So that's two Russell oh, Wilson yeah. teammates talking about Russell Wilson. That's right. I, I, I like Elevation the Marshall Lynch. 5,200. Oh. Sorry. It's just cute. No, 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 no. Continue. I was just, I forget it autoplays when I bring it in. Oh, okay. I was going to say, it's just nice to have a couple guys stick up for Russell Wilson. I know yeah. there's more out there, but Lynch is a big one. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing that's gotten lost. He, he was good. He was very good. He just had yeah, he just a horrible needs, season. He needs a, a new PR guy. I think restructuring his contract would give him a lot of goodwill in the public eye. Not that it really matters. Uh, maybe downsize in terms of uh, his house. Cut to yeah. 12 four bed, bathrooms. Four bathrooms. Down to, uh, come on. Six. W- what is this? Uh, Six. Eight. <laughs> Uh, nine seven john alway seven seven's good seven's good or you go the opposite way and you get a peyton manning 18 bathroom house like why not where the fuck do you put 12 bathrooms not to be like oh you can't have 12 bathrooms uh you can have as many bathrooms as you want i'm just wondering where do you put them how many are there any bathrooms that have never been used in that house no. Do you just like man? You rotate every day. You go to another yeah. one. That way, you only have to clean your bathrooms like every six months. That's it. I don't. Yeah, yeah. How often do you clean your bathroom your during bathroom. football season? Uh, not as much because I'm busy. But yeah, actually, they how often do they get cleaned? I think is another every couple weeks, that. right? Like two weeks. Yeah, one week if you're on it. How many bathrooms do you have? You have one, two, you have, have three. three bathrooms. We need a fourth. I need one downstairs. Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, Maybe just a, a hole. <laughs> just a bucket. <laughs> okay. One of those gamer chairs of. with a hole in it. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 5,280 feet. There is no NFL team on earth that can get Russell Wilson closer to God than the Denver Broncos. So right here, I'm just trying to point out, we were linking Russ to the Broncos well before it happened, right? That's it, from December 2021. December 8th, 2021, I called that shit. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I am Brandon. How did Sierra's Level Up become the most played song in my playlist, Perna? Level up, level up. Five, four, three, two. So far, I stand by everything that's happening in this video. Yeah, no, I this is age this is age like milk now. It's aged like a fine wine so far. 
if we get out of here now, I think this video hold, holds up. Yeah, yeah. Let's, go, let's just call it a day. Yummy all in your tummy. This yummy in your tummy. Speaking of tummy, <laughs> I can't wait to introduce you to green chili, Russ and Ciara. Russell Wilson landed in Denver with his agent. Broncos country rejoiced. Uh, the 12th man, though, they mourned. Wow. See, we didn't even have Let's Ride yet officially. Nope. Yeah. I, that's where you would have put a Let's Ride if you yeah. had one at that point. Because you can't say Broncos country without Let's Ride now, can no. you? No. Just you say what you want about Russ. So like, natural. He made that shit stick. Yeah, he did. For better or worse. The loss of not just Russell Wilson, but also Bobby Wagner. And today, I want to talk about how the Broncos pulled out the greatest heist in NFL history and ask, what the hell is Pete Carroll doing? At age 70, Pete Carroll is ready for a total rebuild. At age 70, Pete Carroll asked, um, what are we rebuilding again? Today, that's good sports. Damn you, Pete. Sneaky Pete. Sneaky, Sneaky Pete's Pete, his new indeed. name. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of, to be fair to you, they did rebuild. Just they did it really quickly. Yeah. They rebuilt in one offseason. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. So my face was recovering from uh, the monkey beard. Yeah. This manscaped ad never ends. All right. There we go. My favorite. Go ahead. Call John Elway, Johnny Hooker, and George Payton, Paul Newman, because Denver just pulled off the greatest robbery since the sting. We are Ocean's Eleven, and you're the fucking casino. Stay out of the casino, Calvin Ridley. Now, I do feel for Seahawks fans. We should treat losing a franchise quarterback the way we treat someone when their grandma dies, with respect, sympathy and by trying to exit the conversation as quickly as possible so they don't bring us down with them unfortunately for espn's biggest seahawks fan mina kimes adam schefter foreshadowed this exact scenario via an april fool's prank you have, you have not heard about what's happening today what is happening adam the seattle seahawks okay the seattle seahawks are busy Getting ready for the draft this month. Literally, I'm calling <laughs> HR on you. I'm calling HR on you. I'm calling HR on you. That occurred well before many thought uh, Adam Schefter's reporting was the joke. But the day from hell was not over for Seahawks fans, as then they learned their team cut Bobby Wagner. See, now there's a move. Uh, maybe, I don't know what it did for the salary cap, but uh, Wagner played really well last season. And yeah. I think maybe if Seattle kept him around, because uh, what they have Jordan Brooks, and that's probably why they moved on from Wagner, right? Yes. And then he got hurt, though. Maybe that defense is a little bit better. Maybe Seattle wins a game or two because of Bobby Wagner, and they wouldn't be in the playoffs. Play the 49ers in the playoffs, yeah. Good. Maybe. Fair. So, honestly, getting rid of Wagner hurt them more than Russell Wilson. I think this video is just going to make us talk ourselves back into the Russell Wilson trade being uh, a robbery for us. Uh, I think it's going to get worse soon. And yeah, we'll, see. we'll see if we can spin it. Just so everybody knows, I have not watched this video since we uploaded it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know what's coming. 
<laughs> who just came off a season with 118 tackles, a sack, and a pick. Bobby, yeah, he's past his prime, but he's still a top 20, top 15 linebacker in the NFL and the last piece of the Legion of Booms. I said top 20, top 15. I think he was like graded out as the first or second best linebacker last year. Everybody just assumes he did nothing because he played for the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle had to hold on to. It is truly an end of an era there. Imagine if in the early 90s, Pat Bullen chose Dan Reeves over John Elway, an old school coach who wanted to run first and win with defense. That's exactly what Seattle just did. And instead of bringing in a young, innovative, offensive forward thinking coach like Denver did with Mike Shanahan, or like Seattle's two biggest division rivals in the Rams and 49ers deploy, you essentially bet on your bouncer instead of your stripper to keep your titty bar in business, Seattle. Now, Who came up with that reference, you or me? That sounds like you. Yeah. Yeah. The interesting nugget in my eyes, next to Bones Highland, of course, was oh, learning. That one didn't oh, age no. well. That no. didn't age well. I cursed Bones. Yeah, that's a boner on your part. Oh, shit. He's not that good, though. This video did age poorly. He's not that good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not with the Clippers. I mean, he, yeah. Yeah. Don't. Tell that to Nuggets fans. Okay, I won't do that. I think they're fine because the Nuggets are, are are still winning. But yeah, you could people you love Chris Bones though for sure. Hmm. Damn. What other gyms are that? Russell with? Wilson only wanted to be traded to the Broncos. He refused to sign his no trade clause for the Commanders, who now have Carson Wentz and the. E <laughs> oh, we were right about more. that one. Yeah, more no more Carson Wentz. Wentz. Sucks so bad. Poor Carson Wentz. He sucks. <laughs> is that is that sympathetic? Yeah. What's that Adam Silver meme? Better start learning Chinese, buddy. <laughs> nah, you, you better start learning an XFL playbook, buddy. Ooh. Man. Yeah, I would actually like to see Wentz in the XFL. Yeah, he'd probably dominate. I really don't know if he would. <laughs> You think that, but I think no, like no one really dominates in the XFL is the weird the thing, thing about they're, they're not the quarterbacks are like good enough to dominate other than like uh, Brandon Silvers. Yeah. I mean, Danucci's going to rise. Yeah. But Silvers is becoming the new XFL dude. Eagles per some reports. Uh, why wouldn't a man with a high character and a great respect for women not want to play for Dan Snyder? Can you imagine agreeing to be traded to play for the Commanders and that scumbag on National Women's Day? Not Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson passed his physical, uh, which for a man who spends a million dollars a year on his body, not even God himself would be able to find a flaw on this perfect human specimen. Specimen. Joe Flacco, uh, he also spent a million dollars a year on his body, but that was just to ensure his eyebrows never connected again. That's got to be a you. You had to have done it. Who's to say at this point? I think I think we, we share a brain. Okay. Two first-rounders. In okay. exchange for Wilson, the Broncos surrendered two first-round picks 
two second round picks and got Seattle's fourth in exchange for a fifth. Also sent over Drew Locke to free up jersey number three, of course, Shelby Harris, and the biggest piece, in my opinion, former first round tight end Noah Fant. Turns jersey out. Jersey number reference, 100% will. 100% yeah, will. I'm the only one that cares about that. Um, in hindsight, Shelby Harris was definitely the the prize of, of those three players. Yeah. And um, Fant was, I don't know, it was just kind of a a piece. Yeah, who else did they have? Um, he was, was he split in time with Will Disley, basically? I think so, yeah. Disley and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much him. Yeah, 50, 50 grabs, 486 yards last year. His numbers went down pretty yeah. significantly from when he like, was in Denver. Fant needs to just be your number one tight end, I think. Like, he needs to get – you just need to get him the ball more. But they surrendered a lot spot so that we never have to surrender to the Chiefs again. As Mike Kliss mentioned, moving those players and picks actually vacated about $36.42 million in cap space, giving the Broncos even more money than they needed to accommodate Russell Wilson's $24 million salary and cap it. Denver also still has 10 draft picks. That's three more than Seattle still has, including four in the top 100, just like Seattle. Now, Seahawks fans, uh, here's who you are getting. Yeah, except Seattle had some first-rounders, and they really crushed them. <laughs> Drew Locke, oh. a.k.a. Horsecock Locke, and don't you dare try and call him Seacock Locke, all right? I never hated Drew Locke, but he is the definition of expendable. He might fit Pete Carroll's run-first philosophy, but I will be shocked if Seattle doesn't draft their next QB at nine. I loved Shelby Harris. I mean, I got shocked. Shocked. Shocking. I love that man in a very sexual way, but he is a 30-year-old defensive tackle. That said, he will win you at least one football game, Seattle, by blocking a last-second field goal attempt by Matt Gay or Robbie Gold. So enjoy. Robbie Gold leaving. He's leaving. Yeah, he's gone. See ya. Nothing gold lasts. What about Matt, Matt Gay? Matt Gay's still there in L.A.? I think so, right? Most yeah. importantly, you get Noah Fant. Now, this hurts a little bit because he would be thriving catching passes from, you know, Russell Wilson. Probably Fant not. does play his best football with Drew Locke, but Seattle will need to exercise his fifth-year option or he will be a free agent after 2022. He was expendable because Denver has Albert O and a <laughs> deep tight end class. Oh, Albert O. Uh, deep tight end class, right? Though I, Greg Dulcich was like not that much worse than Noah Fant uh, in no, no, six fewer games. Yeah, I think Dulcich will be better than Fant. Agreed. And Albert O uh, started to look pretty good when they let him on the field. So yeah, when, they, when you let him, when you let a guy play football, yeah, generally it's easier to produce on a football field. Really helps when, uh, when you're allowed to get out there. Super athletic, talented player is allowed to uh, get some balls. In the draft where they might replace him, might I suggest Colorado State tight end Trey McBride, who will only leave you at the altar three times. 
Plus, there are about 100 free agent tight ends if the Broncos really think that's a need. Either way, Russ will make Albert O look like Albert Oh my god, I can't believe we just scored 60 points on the fucking Chiefs. So let's recap. Why? We did score. He did, he did score against the Chiefs. He did score he did against, score the, against Chiefs. the Chiefs. All right. So far, not as bad as I thought this was going to be. Seattle really lost this trade. Seattle picked... This is where it's going to get bad. Yeah. An old-ass coach who never won anything in the NFL without Russell Wilson over... Still true. Russell Wilson. (laughs) At least the Seahawks will never get sued for ageism. 70-year-old Pete Carroll. The Broncos got a franchise quarterback, a perennial top 10, top 5 talent when he doesn't break his finger midseason in exchange for some draft picks, uh, one of which they would have used on a QB anyway, and three players. Only one of which... They wouldn't have drafted a guy. I don't think so. George Payton, if he wasn't ready to take Justin Fields, he certainly wasn't going to take anybody in the last draft. Right. Except maybe your guy Carson Wentz, uh, Carson Strong, very, very late. We can only wish. Has a ton of upside in Fant, who Denver already has a talented, cheaper replacement for. Seattle got worse at the most important position in all sports and now have the... Couldn't have predicted Geno. Couldn't have predicted Geno. Nope. Ability to... Place that position in what many consider the worst QB draft class in years. The Broncos will be good in 2022, so the 2023 first rounder they gave the Seahawks is probably going to be a 28 to 32 pick. Denver pairs. That one hurts. It's the fifth pick. Oh God. Oh no. Poor, poor Hackett. One of the one of the funniest parts. Jeez. Okay. Russ Wilson with the young head coach who got the best football out of Aaron Rodgers. Seattle, you get a nice QB who is most well known for having a giant penis. As a Broncos fan, it does feel a little weird not having the Colts involved when we steal a Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning quarterback from their team. And if there was any doubt, I think this... Russ could become the first uh, quarterback that comes to Denver only to ruin his chances of getting to the Hall of Fame. Everybody says, people are saying that, like, Russell, like, you can play your, can you play yourself out of the Hall of Fame? If, you, uh, if you're already, like, a consensus Hall of Famer and you have shitty years uh, in, the, in the twilight of your career. Like, I don't, I don't think so. Like, what, what's the difference between re- retiring, like, at your peak versus just hanging on, like, doesn't ruin everything that came before it. No, I think the difference with Russ though, is he's like, he's still young enough where, uh, depending on how many more years he plays, if you play enough bad years, I think it'll hurt. Um, and then six really bad years. I could see the argument against, I don't know if he was considered a, Maybe it's, consensus is a little much, but yeah, he I was on know. the path. Like it was, if he just kind of continues with these strong numbers, he'll he'll be a guy. He'll bounce back. People just don't like him. That's why they say these things. No. Also, the Hall of Fame for quarterbacks. There's almost like this two Super Bowl minimum now. Interesting. 
It's close. I mean, Kurt Warner, I guess, got in, right? Yeah, he also went to three, and he's got that. He's got a crazy story too. Yeah. yeah no, Warner was bad for several years. There you go. But he, he was really but good. Then he he had another comeback. So Russ just needs. A, yeah, but Russ was already better for longer than Warner was at the beginning yeah. of his career. Anyway, we're splitting hairs. He's got a. He needs a comeback. ESPN graphic says it all about who won the trade. Very simply, Pete Carroll and John Schneider, Seahawks GM, they struggled to build a team with Russell Wilson. Building one without him will only be harder. Pete Carroll committed the great sin, refusing to adopt his philosophy to the strength of his QB. Okay, so maybe that's uh, wrong. Yeah, uh, 0 for 2 right there. But that was the narrative at the time. It was, it was, yeah. Let's just uh, couch this by saying we're not being revisionist. This is just how everybody felt at the time. But now I think it was Everybody maybe except for like Seahawks fans who were like a little delusional at the time, to be honest. And I think they still are. Um, But that's just how things have shaken out. It's hard to know what's true when uh, a big-name player's leaving a team that for the most part people love them you know what i mean yeah yeah it's like when a guy with great stature is exiting a franchise all of a sudden people try to manage the hurt by yeah saying he wasn't good he had these problems it was this is that well we're about we're about to see i think the opposite we're going to see the opposite of it with aaron Rodgers in the next couple days, maybe. I don't think they'll lash. I don't think Packers fans are going to lash out at him, even though they have the same number of Super Bowls, right? Yeah. No, I think Packers fans are ready to move on. Um, They've, like, made peace with it. Yes. And, you know, other people have thrown Rodgers under the bus enough for them. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Even though he's still really fucking good. Yeah. And let his ego become bigger than his ability to evolve as a coach. You're not half the coach Belichick is, and look how it's going for him. I am very pleased with this exchange. I don't think the Broncos gave up too much. No, 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 no. If Pete Carroll wanted us to name... I should have said they should have given up more. Yeah. ...name a mountain after him, it wouldn't have been too much. And uh, over there we have Mount Pete. Yeah, the highest peak in Colorado. Because you'd have to be high to trade Russell Wilson. (laughs) And uh, that doesn't even mention the fact that Russell Wilson makes Denver a much more appealing destination for free agents, specifically Von Miller. Now teasing us with these Russell Wilson Instagram posts. It's obviously a big deal that they got this done, this deal with Russell Wilson done prior to the legal tamponing period. Because if you don't get your tampons in before the period, free agency can be a real bloodbath. That would... That was you. Sorry, uh, uh, tampering period. Ex-Colorado Rocky Russell Wilson is back in the Mile High City. And John Elway's last move was hiring GM George Payton, who got Russell Wilson. Never forget, John Elway is king, baby. Johnny John (laughs) And also, Broncos fans, we can say goodbye to that 
fucking quarterback carousel. Did we uh, get the carousel? I don't think we ever got the carousel this no. year. The difference is now if you want to rub Broncos fans the wrong way, the carousel should just be Russell Wilson, but in seven spots for every year. <laughs> they got to keep paying him. That would actually be pretty good. Yeah. I never want to see that shit again in my life. I want the carousel to come off its axis and roll into the sea and catch was, fire on well. the way and this somehow well. burn underwater so that it's both hot and cold, dry and wet at the same time until it hits the sea floor where Satan's asshole opens now, up from the sand like a me. hidden stingray and swallows that thing and takes it down to the seventh level of hell where it will suffer. Suffer like I did the last six years watching Broncos Seven. football. Seven. Now, Russell Wilson immediately makes the Broncos a Super Bowl contender. Fuck. Eat poo poo, Nick Wrong. Now oh, the Super Bowl no. chances are even further away because he's not on a better team, he doesn't have a better oh. coach, and he's in an impossible division. Do you know oh. how I know Nathaniel Hackett is a better coach than Pete Carroll? I did the worst thing possible. He wouldn't give up two really first stand. rounders for a. Look accurate. Uh man. Nick Wright, he puts me in a tough spot because he's like the biggest Chiefs homer on television, but I think he also likes the Kings, so. Oh. I, I, no, yeah. fuck him. I don't like him. Get off my Fucking. TV, Nick Wrong. <laughs> you know what bothers me about Nick Wright? It's mostly just the way he looks yeah. and talks. His hair is just awful. He looks like a villain. And then when his team is the Chiefs, he literally is a villain to me. I don't care. I don't care. Safety. First time I ever saw Nick Wright, I actually really liked what he was saying. It was about basketball. Seattle gave up as many first-round picks for Jamal Adams as Denver gave up for Russell Wilson. Denver is not a Super Bowl contender. Hey, Nick. uh, Shut the fuck up. His big issue with Seattle was offensive line. I don't know. I don't know how much Broncos games he's been watching, but that offensive line ain't great, buddy. Shut, 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 shut the fuck up. No, I, I. The Seahawks had the eighth or ninth worst pass blocking line in the league last year. Denver had the ninth best pass blocking line. And since entering the NFL, no QB has been sacked more than Russell Wilson. Four hundred twenty-seven sacks. Denver is a better team who just received an award for having the best draft in twenty twenty-one, which means they are built for. They might still be a better team. They just got injured. They did get very injured. I think if you include everybody that got injured and you stack them up with Seattle and you take the coach out of the equation, better team. We'll see it this year. Better team. I'm going to say Sean Payton's a better coach than Pete Carroll right now. The future. This is a slam dunk. Russell Wilson last year threw nine touchdowns on deep balls. The Broncos quarterbacks didn't throw nine deep balls total last season <laughs> three two one go. Level up. a good quarterback helps your team win games russell wilson has 104 wins already that's 16th best all time trailing only matt ryan and aaron Rodgers for active qbs and now he's Ru- got 108 yeah, baby. Us struggled in a few games after he returned from that finger surgery too soon. And once he healed completely, he completed 64.6% of his passes through 15 touchdowns to three picks in Seattle, average 20. Damn. 
that's basically after he returned from that injury is what he did all season in Denver. It's, well, it's also like how he looked. I don't know what was worse for him, uh, the finger injury or just Nathaniel Hackett. Got to be Hackett. Yeah. But he came off of that. He looked good. He came off of the the season-ending injury that is Nathaniel Hackett and looked really good again. Yeah. They tried three different guys calling plays for the offense. Uh, yeah. That's not good. 29 points per game. And Even if one's not the best, just stick with it all season. Because if you keep changing shit up on the players, it's not just going to affect the quarterback. It's going to affect everyone. His passer I just don't know why they didn't go to Outen sooner. Just stuck with it. He was, was fifth best in the league. Now imagine what he does with a head coach that fucking wants him and wants to throw the ball with him and is willing to call an offense to his strengths. Imagine. And that man is Sean Payton. <laughs> Thanks for watching That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. All right, Will. Oops. Whoa. Ooh. That was it. Wasn't was as the... bad as I thought. No. No. I, I was prepared for worse. Uh, yeah, we, did... we weren't right. We weren't right about some things. <laughs> but we weren't totally wrong. Weren't awful. Honestly, uh, I, I, was I, I think if you... It's, it's all about, you know, context. You have to to place that video within the context of the of the time and setting. And 2022 is a long time ago. Uh, things were different. Um, Joe Biden was president back then. Yep, he's still president now, but he was a year younger. Uh, COVID was still kind of a still kind of a thing. I think uh, you have to give us a pass for things like that. Yeah, it's that. And here's my honest feeling about it is the trade does not look good, obviously, right at this moment. But it's part of a longer process. And I think Russell Wilson and the offense will look better this year. Yeah. They don't have to be the best offense in football. But as long as they look better this year, take a big step in the right direction then this trade won't seem as bad at the end of next season. Um, I think there's plenty of time for Russ to course correct, and I think he's got a, enough good football left in him that this trade will never look perfect, but um, I, I've got another year before I'm <laughs> before I'm going to say, yeah. okay, okay yeah. we really effed it up. Right. But at that point, at the point when you or I will say they whiffed, they did everything wrong with this trade. The Broncos will be back in the driver's seat with their own draft picks uh, and can control building their team that way. So it won't even feel that bad at that point. And I think, too, uh, another point that should be made um, with the the George Payton side of this, uh, is it the result didn't work out so far, but I think the process was good and – I don't fault him for making that trade at all. No. I do fault him for hiring Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. Um, but both of those things were considered good moves at the time. Yeah. Um, just tra trading, like I don't think he 
had Russell Wilson played like we had expected him to play uh, or close to it, like obviously you don't sweat the the picks, even even if you know Seattle uh, turns it into a uses those pick picks to to make a quick rebuild and get back to the playoffs. Like, yeah, still take that every time. Uh, and so I don't, I, I've never understood faulting Peyton for all of that. George Peyton, not Sean. No. And honestly, like, let's now. say he, he went in a different direction. Say they hired Dan Quinn. Yeah. I think the the team would have been, you know, better. Uh, maybe. I don't know if they get Evero on defense, right? Because, a big reason Evero came was his relationship with Hackett. Uh, maybe the offense is a little better, but if they're not good, but say if they're average, you're rolling with Dan Quinn again, and you don't have Sean Payton. Yeah. So if Sean Payton turns out to be the reason that the Broncos turn out to be good again, then Nathaniel Hackett was the catalyst because he was so bad uh-huh. that forced you to uh-huh. get Sean Payton. So maybe it's one of yeah. those things. It's like it's like when you miss on a first round quarterback. Would you rather, you know, would you rather have a quarterback so bad that you know right away that he's not the guy, or someone who's going to drag it out, like Marcus? I don't know. It's not a good comparison, Mariota? but like, like Jameis Winston, who's like good for a while but you know he's never gonna take the next step yeah uh, and he's kind of a tease it's like would you rather have that or paxton lynch where you know he's he just sucks right off the bat yeah it's like yeah i don't know i think right away give me the worst right away so you can move on like the nfl like you almost need that yeah all right the the sunk cost fallacy correct And as usual, uh, Will and I don't look as bad as we thought we did. Good job by us. Good job by us. Uh, We'll be back next week because a lot should be happening with free agency. So um, come back. Come back now, y'all. Come on back. That's our new ending. Come on back now, y'all. Come on. Roll in the weeds.